Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. The sun hangs heavy over the Valley of the Setting Sun. The Valley of the Setting Sun is a Scion 2nd edition game set in Phoenix, Arizona, and starring Craig as Sir Nicholas, Slavek as Jesse, and Mitch as Gary. Join our heroes as they adjust to their new powers and navigate the tangled roots of the Scion community. Will our heroes be able to achieve their destinies, or will their bones be left to dry under the desert sun? You can reach out to us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM, or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night, where you can find a link to our Discord. Welcome, listeners, to the first session of Scion, the Valley of the Setting Sun. So we are going to start off with our with our characters, sort of uh, we're going to talk about you know what they've done since their visitation. It is currently the, the end of September, like the last week of September, and our characters have had like a couple of weeks to sort of adjust to you know the revelation that they're demigods, essentially. So let's start off with Gary. E. So yeah, when you again we were revealed to be Heimdall's son, would you like parade that to everyone else? Because being a scion is something you can hide, but it's kind of hard to because you know you get into like supernatural Avengers a lot. So like, yeah. how open are you with your scion status? I mean, he'll use it as a pickup line, but he's not going to be like super open about it. <laughs> aside from that, so, <laughs> so now I'm just speaking. Hey, baby, you know what? I'm demigod. <laughs> Oh hey. God! You want to make some quarter god babies? Uh, note to self: have someone who actually wants that to stalk you. I could. Oh, we could totally do that. Actually, <laughs> if you if you choose that for your fate binding, you would totally have someone who stalks you and wants your babies. Oh, that would god. be funny. That would be funny. All right. So yeah, that's what Gary's doing. How about you, Jesse? Well, Jesse will be like, if anyone gets up in his business, he'll be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then he'll just like sort of show him like a bow made out of pure ice that's radiating pure cold, which I just assume in in the area is just going to be like in the greater Phoenix. It's just like, oh, okay, let's just not mess with this person ever. Yeah. So so he's not going to explicitly say it, but he's just going to like, you want to try me? Huh? Huh? So did Jesse's air conditioning bills dis- decrease significantly? Oh yeah, like he's super happy because oh my god, like I mean he the dude was super broke before, and I mean he's still broke, but at, at, at least you know every little bit helps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you could certainly you could you could be like the one air conditioning just buy my drop my service for like two hours. I'll keep your house cool. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, of course, he knows that uh, it's it's not just toy, and his pyramid sure like if he picks that bow up, someone's gonna die. All right. So yeah, Sir Nicholas, what do you do? How do you like you know present yourself? Well, it's probably hard to keep it uh, much of a secret when like. His mother's domain is pretty much in the center of downtown, the big fountain in Tempe Town Square or Tempe Lake. Like, you know, there's a bunch of college kids always walking around. And then all of a sudden, Nicholas appears uh, walking around in like a jeans, T-shirt and a giant sword at his hilt, at his hip. So that's probably something uh, a bit uh, difficult to keep under wraps. 
So he's been trying to take uh, advantage of his local celebrity status by inviting a bunch of college kids to throw ragers at his castle. Oh, God. All right. Actually, yeah, that's, a, that's very good. So now we're going to segue from that. Yeah, there's a party going on right now in your castle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. So um, Nicholas is um, probably just like chilling um, in this like really cheap looking couch, which is like he has a castle, but he's been furnishing it with, you know, things that like a young person might think to buy, like a really cheap futon and like a couple ping pong tables uh, that have been converted for beer pong. And he has like this god awful posters completely um, clashing with the decor of all the rock and roll bands he likes. He's just so super pumped that he no longer has to live in his parents' basement. And, you know, he's just trying to, like, uh, take advantage of the situation to meet friends. And, you know, he he's probably not subtle enough to try to keep this under wraps very often. So, you know, and plus walking around with a sword all the time draws quite a bit of attention. All right, yeah. So, yeah, you, you've become, like, sort of the latest hotspot for, like, you know, the, all the college kids because you're right next to the place. And you're, like, you know, quick drive, Uber drive away. And Just, just to clarify, this is at Tovera Castle in uh, the area. Tovera, I think. Tovera. That's how you, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's an actual historical landmark in uh, Phoenix. It's uh, basically it's on this dirt hill. It's like a block wide i don't know how big it is exactly so it's just basically just desert and rocks and up the top of the hill there's like this uh, small three-story uh you know wooden stucco castle yeah and he's probably constantly at odds with uh sir gregor who is his uh castilian about all these random people just showing up and you know they're really bad at you know hospitality and you know respecting the property sometimes which probably infuriates him so yeah he he and the other the other uh knights you know, patrol the air, you know, make sure that there's the bouncers essentially in your uh, party castle. And uh, there are a few times when they look like they might get a little bit too rough, but they always like, you know, restrain themselves from, you know, getting, you know, actually thrown, you know, thrown around swords. Yeah, I, I test a, a sweet Sir Concord in making sure that people get home safely if they don't have rides. All right, yeah. So, yeah, there's a party going on in your party castle. And you, you, things are going good. The night's young. People are having fun. Then you notice that all of a sudden there's like a fight breaking out. Now, you, you've seen a couple of fights happen okay, here and there. Usually it's just like one or two people go, getting too drunk and going at it. But this one looks different. Uh, I, I get up from my futon and go check who it is. So, yeah, you, you walk up and you notice it's, it's not just one, it's not that it's like one or two people. It's like this whole group of people that are sort of like thrashing around. Are they college kids, or do I recognize yes, them? Yes, yes. There are, like, college kids, a couple of, maybe one, two people older, like, you know, trying to get in with the young crowd or whatever. You might see one or two look a bit younger, but, yeah, so, and it's they're just, there's, you know, it, it's almost like this, uh, like a small cluster of uh, being, like, surrounded by the, you know, the other party goers are, like, you know, sort of run away from it. So, like, it's just this little cluster of people that's sort of, like, thrashing and, you know, butting each other, hitting each other. It's a mess. In his kind of still kind of meek voice, Nicholas um, comes up and say, "Hey guys, guys, settle down. Hey, let's uh, let's just let's just tap another keg. What's what's going on here?" No, no one really, no one really says anything, and they just one of the guy, one of the people on the other edge of the cluster, is sort of like see you, and they just sort of start, start swinging at you. Hey, no, you really don't want to do this. This is uh, I was nice enough to let you guys in here. 
And he doesn't listen. He, he, he just he swings at you. Do you want to defend yourself? What do you do? So I'm going to take a step back and like draw my sword and hold it up um, in the air. He's like, behold, the power of was behold, the power of God and tremble. Uh, what was it? Ah, crap, mom. What was the thing? Tremble before the power of God. Nicholas shouts and tries to invoke his fear passion. All right. So I think you can just roll that. Let's see. Give me a charisma and I want to say either leadership or a cult to see how well you do that. Is that presence? Presence, um, presence. Yes. Uh, sorry. Uh, presence and leadership then. Give me a second. Yeah, still got the old well, the darkness uh, rule set in my head. All right. What, what is the difficulty on this? I'll say difficulty seven, just a default. I'll let you know if it's not otherwise. Uh, that'd be four. Uh, and I, uh, I'll say you get a plus one enhancement just from using your sword. Okay. Um, does that add to the dice roll or does that just add one more success? I believe it adds one more success. All right. So then that's uh, five successes. All right, that's enough. You piece the you know the uh, the mob just sort of like breaks off and just sort of uh, they scatter around. They're still a bit frenzied, but they they're more like you know cowering animals right now rather than you know enraged. And as they as it breaks up, you see there's one person lying on the floor. You know, it looks pretty bad. You can't really tell if he's breathing or not. I I approach and uh, try to investigate what's going on with this person. So you you get down and they are really messed up. Like you know, their knuckle, their hands look all bloody and messy. Their face is just a big mass of bruises. You can't really tell who it is. You think you still see a bit of the breathing a little bit. Um, I I call um Sir Concord, uh, sweet sweet Sir Concord, over to um, help me take care to bring this person up and charge the rest to kind of like you know get people out and we're gonna. We're going to bring this guy or girl to the van and try to get her to the hospital. All right. So you're taking the uh, wounded person. What about the other people in the fight? Do you just leaving them there or what do you do? Uh, everyone else seems like not, not like completely injured. Well, yeah, there's like some other like, you know, injuries, you know, bloody fists, bloody lips, you know, maybe missing tooth here and there, but oh, yeah. Superficial. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Just kind of like have my, retinue kind of usher them off and try to get them to leave all right so yeah as you pick up the pick up the uh fallen person you notice like a little vial falls out of their pockets um is it like a colored liquid yeah it's some kind of liquid colored liquid i'll just pick it up and like pocket it away and just like check it out later all right so yeah you and sir concord take the uh person to like the nearest hospital and so yeah you check them in they, you know, they're pretty, pretty beaten up. They say like, you know, Puff definitely has a, like a concussion, a couple of broken bones, but they doesn't look like they're going to die just yet, but they're definitely going to be, you know, be out of it for a day or two. Mm. Do, did the, this person have any identification in? On them? Uh, yeah, you look through, yeah, the, the ID you said someone named uh, Roger DeLewis. All right, so yeah, Roger gets you know packed up and caught up, and just he looks the, the ID picture. He looks you know maybe a bit older, close to thirty. Just he looks a bit scummy just from the picture. Yeah, but um, you know he did was this injured under my care at my party, so I feel obligated as his host now to take care of him and make sure he's all right before. All right, so yeah, what's going through your head as you know you you were throwing parties and things going, but then this happened underneath underneath your uh, permission. 
Uh, well, first off, that's not how you do hospitality <laughs> um, on the end of the guests. I, Nick, uh, Sir Nicholas thought he was uh, doing a very good job as a host, providing a spot and, you know, various items to indulge on for his guests. But uh, that's not how you reciprocate uh, by starting a, a, some fisticuffs um, in his hall. So he's kind of upset about uh, that and, you know, maybe thinks maybe Sir Gregor might have been right about uh, who he lets in. They might need to be like vetted a little bit more closely. But, um, yeah, he's just kind of thinking, like, maybe this thing can't, like, continue to go on as it has in the past. Or he can set up some rules, make sure there's some law and order in there. All right. So, yeah, do you give the vial to, like, the hospital people or do you keep it to yourself? Well, he's probably sitting in the um, waiting room just waiting to hear word from it and hand it as a mindly goes to the pocket and then just starts looking at it. And then he'll walk up to the front desk and he's like, Oh, um, I'm not sure what's going on with, uh, Roger, the guy I brought in, but this was on him earlier. Do you know what it is? So yeah, the nurse takes it and sees, I, uh, uh, there's several things it could be, but I can't tell you just by looking at it. Uh, I'm asking to get this to police. Do you want me to call them and see the investigation going? I mean, I don't want to get them in trouble, but uh, I'm sure there's like some sort of HIPAA laws you have to follow because you know I, want, I don't want to incriminate them. But if there's some sort of strange intoxicant on him, Nicholas is thinking that it should probably send it to the lab. So he'll suggest to the nurse that um, they had take a sample to the lab and see if it matches anything in the bloodstream. All right, thank you for this, sir. Uh, can we help you with anything else? She like uh, takes a bit of a nervous glance to your sword. Um, just. I don't know. I, does this person have any next of kin? Uh, yes, yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, I believe it said his next of kin was uh, his sister. Oh, um, has she been contacted? Well, we've been calling her, but I'd, we haven't gotten any uh, response yet. I see. Um, I'll remain here until uh, the sister can come to take care of him. All right, so yeah, if you if you decide to wait, then you're going to be waiting a while because you know the night goes on and you know no one comes, and I suppose like uh, I don't know if they let you stay overnight. I'm in the waiting area, so okay, yeah. So not- yeah, the day you know, the sun starts rising over the horizon, and you know it's like you know eightish or something before someone finally comes in. And you see his sister. She's she looks like she's like early thirties. She's got like you know dark, you know dirty blonde hair. She looks a bit. She looks concerned that her uh, brother's, you know, in the hospital. Oh, um, do do I reckon? Do I recognize her or how? No, how no she doesn't look like any. She doesn't look like anyone you've seen, and she doesn't really give you off the impression of something supernatural. Though you do know, like some of better hiding the supernatural aspects than others. So I probably like hear um, ask about uh, Roger at the counter. Yeah. Oh, I I'll I'll stand and uh you know kind of shake off some of the sleep, um, sleep out of my eyes and approach her oh my lady um i i, ret- I regret to inform you um that roger was injured but um he's been under the best of care the hospital could provide i assure you this well what happened um and nicholas lowers his head and says i regret um he was in a fight um well under my hospitality and I'll take a knee and say, if there's anything I could do to repay this, uh, please let me know. So yeah, she looks a bit nervous for a second as you like, you know, dip down and kneel before. She's like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I, I, I don't need, 
Um, oh, uh, yeah, I didn't mean to. Um, yeah, and Nicholas will kind of stand up and like look embarrassed. I, I th- what happened? And Nicholas will um, explain that there was a fight, and guy got. Uh, he noticed that he was kind of beaten down, so he rushed. Right, give me a cunning and empathy. We'll see if you can pick up on, on a reaction. What's the difficulty? Uh, seven again. All right, that's uh, two successes. How unless, many? Um, two, unless spotting bullshit um, is part of it. Yes, actually, it is. Okay, so then that'd be another one. So three. All right. So yeah, with three, you you, you get enough to, to know that when when she when you described like you know how he was fu- got in the fight and there was like the whole mess happened, a bit of nervousness crosses her face before it just appears. It was replaced by you know concern. Oh, she's then she says, "Oh, uh, well, is he all right? Is he, any permanent damage to him?" Um, I'm. I assure you, uh, he should be okay. The doctors are taking um, very good care of him, and I'll take her hand a little bit, and I want to use lover's intuition. Okay, what are you looking for? What question are you using? I'm gonna go with uh, who would this character like to be romantically involved with? Okay, so. Yeah, you get a, you get the image of like uh, I don't know how much information you get out of this exactly. So you get the image of like this uh, man. He looks you know about the same age as her. Short brown hair, got a cleft chin. It looks somewhat muscular. Um, Nic- uh, Nicholas smiles and says, "I'm sure the doctors uh, will take care of him um, well." And with your leave, um, Nicholas starts to walk out. Thank you for all your help. And I can see that she runs off towards her brother's room. All right. So not the one. Oh, you're going to keep doing that. Okay. So do you let the others know about this incident or do you just sort of like mosey on back in shame? Actually, um, Nicholas thinks that uh, he'll give Gary a call. All right. Gary, you know, the phone rings. My eye yaller rings. uh, Yes, your eye yaller horn. (laughs) Yellow. Hey, Gary. So, yeah, I'm calling you because you're always the easiest to get a hold of for whatever reason. But, yeah, you, you, you would never believe it. Um, I found another one of kind of like us. Yeah, she's this woman. And, well, her brother got in a fight, which, mm. but, uh, yeah, it was this woman. And she had this, like, weird kind of um, feeling about her. And her yeah. brother got in a fight. And the brother dropped this weird liquid. And I gave it to the, I gave it to the. People at the hospital. I'm sorry. Is this a bad time? No, you're you're fine. Oh, okay. Well, and then Nicholas, obviously hearing something, kind of like trails off um, and starts <laughs> explaining the rest of the story of how this weird brawl happened at his party. All right, I cops? forgot to mention. Uh, you do like Craig. The uh, liquid inside was a purplish color. Just now, you know that. Right, and uh, so Gary, if when you hear that, you like something in the back of your head, twi- like tings, like you remember, like something you remember something about this. Yeah. Give me an intellect, and uh, I'll say a cult or medicine, whichever. Cult, whichever is higher. <laughs> so that's uh, one success off of three dice. Okay, so yeah, with one success, you definitely like you know something. There was some something, and you're like the late news stories about a purple liquid, but like you know, you don't really know if it was strawberry filling, you know, donut fillings, or some. You don't really know what it was in context of. Huh? Tell you what, Nick, I'll be there in about. Give me forty-five minutes. Yeah, sure. Um, you know where the castle is, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll find it. Cool. 
You would not believe the GPS on this phone. Uh, okay. Uh, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see. Ooh, yeah, I'll see you in a bit. No, right there, right there. Yeah. Click. Okay, I'm curious. What's going on with Gary? <laughs> oh, obviously he's picked someone up. Okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure that make that clear for our listeners. <laughs> okay, so Gary wraps up his business. After unwrapping his business. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Gary you know, gets his whatever is doing done, and he heads out. Do you just go straight to uh, the castle, or do you do anything else? Now he's gonna stop for snacks and some Gatorade on the way there. Okay, for best thing to do, first thing in the morning, snacks and Gatorade. Yes. Also a quick shower. All right. So yeah, Gary, you make your way to the castle. You know, you see like as you walk up, you know this. It's right on, you know, just the streets are regular. And then as you get up there, it's just a big empty plot of land that's just on a hill. And you see like a dirt road going up to the top of the hill where the castle is. And as you drive up there, you see like, you know, there's bits of trash left here and there. Obviously, you know, the knights make an effort to keep it clean. But, you know, the sheer amount of people who come and, to, come and go from that place, there's a bit of a mess. Hmm. Gary will pull up as close to the castle as he can. He'll get out of the car. You're like, all right. Oh, by the way, so do you, like, you know, you have uh, nine berserker bodyguards. Do you have, like, are they any of them with you at the at any moment? Or do you just, like, you know, they just follow you hidden? Uh, they just keep an eye on me from behind the scenes. They follow me. All right. So, like, you don't, you don't have, like, a driver or something. No one, like, is there with you right now? No, he'll drive himself up. All right. So, yeah. You want to appear too ostentatious. All right. So, yeah, you uh, get up there and you meet up with uh, Sir Nicholas. How's it going, Nick? Oh, um, pretty well, as you can see. Uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm trying to be a good host. I really am. But no one ever brings beer and no one ever picks up. It's it's starting to get to me. But great. How are you, well, Gary? Here. And Gary will hand him a tube of Pringles. Oh, Have some right chances. on. Yeah, Nick will try to like fit his hand in there, but... Like, you know, it's never quite easy to get in there. So, so he ends up crushing his, he ends up crushing him because he didn't, doesn't <laughs> think to turn it on inside. That's okay. You can drink them straight from the tube. It's all good. Oh, righteous. <laughs> so yeah, you totally. need some help cleaning up because I got guys. Oh, yeah. You got guys? I got some I got guys, guys, but okay. My, my guys are kind of working on it, but they have their own details too. So I'll, uh, I'll dial up my bodyguards or I'll text my bodyguards and be like, hey guys. Grab some brooms and the mop. You hear of who would you be the, the one you talk with the most? Like, what's what's the bodyguard you talk with the most? Just give me a little bit of details about him. Uh, he's probably one of the uh, the wolf variety. I think there were three varieties. Yeah, bear, wolf, and I believe uh, boar. Yes, he's probably one of the wolves, like the favored bodyguard. Like, if I'm going out clubbing mm-hmm. or if I'm going into something dangerous, I might preemptively have him with me. Got it. With the rest of them sort of chilling. So what's his name? Yeah, we'll call him Gus. Gus, okay. So Gus picks up, like, yeah. Hey, Gus, I need a hand. Can you get the guys together with some brooms, maybe a mop? No, it's not at my place. Trash bags, trash bags. Oh, and some trash bags? At the castle? Yes. Great. There there might be some stragglers from the party that need a good thrashing as well. Oh, that! Thank you, sir. That sounds definitely. We'll definitely come over there right away. Always ready to show up those arrogant, stuck-up pricks. Yeah, I thought you might like that part. All right. So, yeah, where, where Jesse? Where are you in all this? I assume Jesse 
at first like he, he was thinking this is awesome this finally happened but also as all acer have he he's reliving the future that he saw which was him overusing frostbit which is the bow he got from scotty his mother and in this future he it's it's a sort of frost bow if you haven't seen his character creation session that the more you shoot it the colder the environment gets and he sort of uh, his vision is that he overuses it so much his hand actually falls off and so right now he's been practicing with a normal bow being too scared to pick up frostbit itself of course as it has quite a hefty price to being wielded in addition to that it does have to find its mark anytime he picks it up all right so yeah do you like make it a point to hang out with uh, gary and uh, nicholas or do you just like sort of do your own thing and then they call you or whatever you want uh i just assume that a fate will bring us together whenever he needs to but he likes nicholas like they knew each other from before so you know he's always ready to you know he's always is he's happy nick has his party castle and unlike other people he actually brings beer nice all right so yeah i'll say that yeah you 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 wake up in your little wherever the hell you live I assume it's a small garage because like most of his money comes from doing small repairs to bikes and such. All right. So yeah, you you get up and you just sort of like you get the urge, you know, you see, you know, like the uh the shadows on the wall look they look a bit castleish for a second and then you know, you just sort of get the you see the several signs that say maybe you should go out to the castle. Totally. I'll bring some beer. All right. So yeah, I'll say that you know, you make your way over there and after, you know, Jesse gets there after uh, Gary has arrived. So, yeah, all three of you are sort of in the, uh, I'll say in, a, in like a room in the castle when uh, so Nicholas's phone rings. Uh, hello. Hello, yes. Uh, Nicholas, this is the hospital. We wanted to call you because, uh, well, you know, the policy is that whenever encountering something supernatural to let the nearest uh, scion involved know. Oh, I I put it on speakerphone. Well, did was it? Am I mistaken? But wasn't uh, the sister something? Well, no, no, it's it's nothing to the people involved. It's uh, the the vial you gave us. Oh, it's uh, it's a uh, the latest uh, supernatural uh, drug. I guess it's called uh, D. Normally, it's uh, diluted into like you know beer or whatever liquid you want, and it's supposed to give you hallucinations, sort of like LSD. But the vial you gave us, it's it's not diluted; it's much more concentrated. I put I put the um, receiver on mute for a second, and I turn to the other guys there. I'm like, "Do either of you know anything about this?" All right, with the uh, name actually, Leo mentioned uh, Gary. You you get we give me another uh, you know. Intellect plus occult or medicine role plus an plus one enhancement. Two successes. All right. So with that enough, you 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 know like yeah. When she mentions D, like you know that D in like the normal form when it's diluted and like liquid and stuff, it's it's a hallucinogen. But when it's much more potent, it's used for more like a combat drug almost to just give whoever it takes it into like a berserker rage. And especially when it gets more potent like that, it can actually be spread through like skin contact to other people. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I know a bit about the D. I mean, the drug, specifically. Okay. Uh, Sir Nicholas's eyebrow goes back to its default setting. He unmutes it. Um, unmutes it. Yes, um, I have a group of, uh, you know, fellow scions here with me right now. Um, we're quite familiar with it, actually. He lies. All right. Yeah, I just had to report it because, you know, when dealing with a class three uh, supernatural, we have to report it to the uh, nearest scion involved. Class three? You know, like the various classes, you know, class one is just minor diluted uh, supernatural thing, usually referred to police. Class two, similarly. Class three and above has to be reported to the nearest scion. Uh, out of character, have we dealt with the class three? No, not um, really. You you just, you, you were like really... Get, You've heard about mentions stuff like that, and like just pop culture and stuff. So you know that there are like certain rules and stuff that normal people have for like dealing with supernatural, and that you know up to up to a certain level, no person can handle it. But above that, it's the policy. Just you know, turn the hand it over to the next scion. It's the safest for you. Mm, this is just like that uh, incident with the sampo. The what, sir? Oh, uh, never mind. We'll 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 be right over. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, we'll we'll have it uh, waiting for you. Okay, and Sir Nicholas will hang up. Well, um, combat drug. Do you? Would you happen to know anything? Have uh, you ever seen anything like this, Jesse? I know uh, Gary's Look, heard some street stuff. I may hang out on the streets from time to time, but I don't do no drugs. Like right. Jesse, he just like shows his bicep. This is all natural. Right. I wasn't. Um, you know, insinuating that you took it, but maybe you... Oh, no, no. I completely understand. And Storyteller, would Jesse know something about this? Yeah. Maybe you bought someone who, who used it to uh, try to stand a chance against them. Yeah, exactly. I'll say that, yeah, if you can give me a, like, a cunning and survival, and if any of your paths apply to this. Well, my paths are... My callings are worried or any hunter... You, yeah, I don't think so. Cunning and survival, you say? Yes. All right. That's still pretty decent for me. Or if you want to make a medicine, you could always also do it as your uh, guide okay. for advice. That's true. So I got one success. All right. With one success, you know that all you really much know about it is that it's it's not like a, it's a pretty hardcore. That's pretty much all you know is that it's not just something you can go out and like, you know, mix together in your basement or whatever. It's something that takes, you know, organization to make look i work with bikers okay and I, and those guys are some hard-ass motherfuckers but like the thing you're talking about like even the bikers are scared of it so it's like some hard core shit it's like when mortals want to fight with like us right that's the thing they take ah uh, yeah so this um roger guy um he's at my party and he had it on him, but there's a bunch of a uh, bunch of goons that are trying to start some stuff, and I had to, you know, like whip out my sword to kind of like get him to calm down. Uh, did it so work? You, uh, you whipped it out in a party? Yeah, but it was my party, so it's okay. Why wasn't I invited? Um, did you check your Google Calendar? What the fuck's a Google Calendar? Probably not. No, we set we set up these calendars so we can all get together and have a good time, and it doesn't work if no one checks them. And with that, the fourth wall is slowly shattered. <laughs> yeah, I'll be posting this on Twitter later. All right. So do you, all three of you decide to go to the hospital? Or what are you going to do next? 
seems like a plausible thing to do. All right. So, yeah, the three of you head off towards the hospital. And you get there and you find that uh, you check in, they you know, hand you over the vial, like, you know, biohazard bag with like a couple of, you know, magical symbols written on it. Mm. Um, Nick's thinking since he touched the vial earlier, he should probably wash his hands. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you, 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 you clean yourself up and then like, you know, do you, sir, I regret to inform you that, uh, you know, the, the man you brought in last night, Roger, I'm afraid he, uh, he, he passed away last earlier. We must have just missed it. There was something up with his uh, brain hemorrhage when I missed. Nick feels really bad about this. Uh, I've been instructed to... Um, we, uh, we, t- we were trying to call his sister. She left about a couple hours ago. Uh, we haven't been able to cut, cut, cut in contact with her. So she doesn't even know? Uh, no, I'm afraid not. She came in here, saw her. She, he was still unconscious. Then she left, and about two hours later, he passed away. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, like Nick's just um like kind of withdrawn into himself, thinking that like this might be his fault because he could have possibly done something to help save the guy, or he thought bringing him to the hospital was the right thing, but he just thought it was some like street drug and didn't have any inclination at all that it was like something supernatural. And since like it happened under his watch, he's like super upset about it. All right. So, yeah, what do you guys decide to do? So, she hands you have the vial. What do you do now? Gormon Gandra, what do you think? He sort of starts his sort of gnarly voice that he talks with, and a sort of snake appears from Jesse's leather jacket, like there at his throat and near him. What do you wish? Tell me more about this. And the, the, you see the snake sort of like you know crawl, crawls down your uh, arm towards the uh, bag. Do you, uh, Nick, do you, Nicholas? Do you like hold out to the snake, or what do you? Does the snake crawl on you? What do you do? Um, so Nick's seen this snake before, right? I'd say yeah. It's been like a couple of weeks. You've probably seen it at least yeah. a couple of times before. Uh, Nick kind of just like kind of hold, holds it out at like arm's length, just so like the snake can get at it. But he just doesn't want it to like crawl all over him yeah just he'll probably like take it from his hand and like he understands that nicholas might not be entirely comfortable around him yeah so it came out of nowhere all right so yeah the snake sort of inspects the uh bag what what do you wish for me to do with this could you perhaps tell me where it came from Uh, so they see the snake sort of like the tongue bobs out in and out a couple times and I think you have to roll this. I don't, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it makes sense. It makes sense. I would say this would be uh, an intellect and medicine or a cult, whichever is higher. I would say medicine. Uh, would this be my actual role or like the role of the snake? Because I know we didn't actually like. Uh, I believe it would be with the snake. So yeah, I, I, I'm not sure how this works. So basically, entirely. with a with a guide slash uh, with a animals, mm-hmm. it's how it works is that they have a twelve for their primary, I believe right. nine for their secondary, and like five for whatever they're bad at. So mm-hmm. I would say roll nine dice for this because it's not it's it knows things, but it's not like you know a okay. genius snake. It's oh yeah, no, that's respectable. It's four successes. All right, so yeah, with four successes, the snake sort of turns back to you. Yes, it's local. It's from underground. 
Ash, two, three days old. Not many humans on it. Small number. Three, maybe? Just he will take sort of Gormungandr, like put its uh, forehead to his, and then return it back. And then he'll turn to Nicholas and Gary and say, was made recently. Uh, Two, three days at most, I'd say. Uh, Gormungandr told me. Not many people use it. Oh, I know. But what are we supposed to do with it? I mean, this is obviously dangerous, but... It's dangerous, but... But, Nick, we should keep this until we find who's responsible. Once we find who's responsible, we can get rid of it. Getting rid of it is easy. We throw it into fire, whatever, pour it out somewhere. Not important. But as long as someone out there is making it, we have to keep this. Because we can check other substances if they're the same. Gurmungandr will know. I can tell you that. Uh, Nicholas sort of uh, nods a bit. And how do we find uh, where it came came out? And he looks at Gary. I mean, that's a good question. Uh, you know, like, you know, the uh, dead man, he had a place of uh, you know, uh, residency and it listed on his ID. Yeah, we could check his house. Go from there. So if it's underground, it might be as simple as his basement. Yeah. Uh, or he might have a wine cellar. Or he might have, you know... A secret chamber of horrors. All of which Gary, could be fun. Nick, I wish it were so simple. But let's be honest, whenever we're involved, it's never so sp- simple. Except when it was that cattle thing. That was that was really enjoyable because, oh my god, perfect. Yeah, we did get paid to barbecue. Right? When has that ever happened to us? Never. Well, I mean, that one time. There was that one time. There was that one time. That one time. Oh my all right, yeah. so do you, what are you guys going to do next? Am I remembering that uh, correctly that uh, one of you had some sort of power that lets you find people? I'm certain both of us actually have that power. Uh, sort of? But I'm pretty sure I uh, also gave it away. I have the journey pre- purview, which... Sort of makes sure I'm never lost, but it also isn't really the thing we're looking for. You know, you could like ask for like you know the uh, address of the dead man. Yeah, they did kind of have his ID. That sounds so unheroic, though. But what if we ask in a heroic fashion? Humble beginnings. Come on, I respect that. I respect that. When the gods bless you, you must bless others. Uh, so I take it you're going to be ask for the uh, address. Yeah, well, we'll 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 very heroically ask the nurse at the reception area for the address of the dead man, Roger DeLewis. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs Gameplay and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos? and podcasts, or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions, so that your media could give the attention you deserve. The group is specifically run with the sole intent of being a one-stop shop for people to view share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered 
and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.